You're listening to The Blueprint, brought to you by Executive Platforms. In every episode, we will discuss the topics and trends, the issues and ideas, the challenges and opportunities facing senior business leaders today. This series is one more way we want to engage with our network of industry executives. Thanks for joining us. Hello again, everyone. You're joining us for another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint Podcast Series. My name is Jeff Mix. I'm Head of Content and Research. My guest today is Liz Salinas from Kima WQS. We're going to be having a conversation about uh, auditing and certification for food safety and quality professionals and their organizations. I think this is going to be a great conversation. Liz, thanks so much for joining me today. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. Liz, you've been having a lot of conversations on site with food safety and quality professionals. What are some of the challenges they're coming to you with? Yes, I've talked to many people. And one of the things that they've been concerned with are auditors, right? Right? Auditors, we have a lot that are aging out currently, and they don't seem to be a whole big influx of them coming in. So that's always everybody's concern. So to address that challenge, is it a matter of training? Is it a matter of making the job more appealing, interesting? Is there a technology solution? How, how can they close that gap? I think it's education. So I always tell people there's no auditor school, mm. right? So there's no direct path to become an auditor. And so we rely on the industry to feed us auditors, right? And with the market being so competitive for pay, and if you work in an operation, normally you're home every day with your family. If you're an auditor, you're traveling quite a bit. So there's a lot of um, advantages to both sides. Now, you mentioned earlier that you've been in this space 20 years, and, and you're right to say I don't quite believe that. But Whenever someone has that kind of length of expertise, I always want to ask, what have you seen change over the course of your career? Food safety is not a static thing, even though some people think it might be. There is a world of change happening. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, definitely. When I started in the industry, and I started on the agricultural side, we were doing what we would call like a standard gap audit or a standard good manufacturing practice audit, a GMP. And so... You know, we've seen things evolve from that with more buyers requiring audits of, of suppliers, right? Um, back then, it was only maybe about three or four buyers that were really pushing on audits, right? Get an inspection, have it done. And now, um, fast forward a couple of years to 2000 and about 10, and that's when we had Walmart send out a letter that said that they needed their, their suppliers to be GFSI certified. And so that's when the ball really got rolling. And of course, when a major retailer starts to require that, there's a lot of other customers or a lot of other retailers that will follow suit. And so that's what happened. And that's where I've seen kind of food safety move from doing a standard audit, um, which would cover just good manufacturing practice or good agricultural practices, move into the global food safety initiatives type of standards. And I have to think that's being driven by a better educated consumer and their changing expectations. Um, yes and no. I think as we look at the market and we see the recalls, the number of recalls, the number of incidents, the thing is I feel people will say like the audits need to get tougher, mm. right? We need to inspect more things. One of the things um, when we were going through the cantaloupe outbreak, right, the audit didn't have a requirement for antimicrobial in the water, antimicrobials in the water. And so one of the things that changed the next go around of the audit and the next version of the audit was that it was a requirement now. If you're going to wash product, you add an antimicrobial in the water. So I think as we, as a food safety community or as a community of food producers, 
as that's as we're doing that and we see different outbreaks, different things, we need to react to that, right? We need to say, okay, what do we need to change? We need to assess and we need to grow from it, right? What do we learn and how can we make food safer? I had a conversation the other day where someone says, you know, being proactive in food safety is really just reacting to the thing that happened last time so it doesn't happen again. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of, of what we learned, of, of, you know, I always feel like you learn through the bad things uh, a lot more than you do through when things go right, right? Mm-hmm. And so as an industry, I think that's a very common theme. And we are growing as things happen, but we're also, I mean, there's wonderful people out there that do the research for us. I wonder if we could also talk about social responsibility as a trend within food safety and quality. Yeah, definitely. So now, like we were talking about the evolution of food safety, now retailer requirements are including social responsibility. So it's not only about how we're producing food in a safe way, but what are we also doing and treating the employees, right? And our staff and what processes do we have in place to make sure that um, they're healthy and, you know, pretty much happy at work. And I think that's been a trend basically across every industry. I think that's one of the great takeaways from the pandemic business environment is when we came back to work, it's a new normal. Right. Definitely. Definitely. So how does your organization work to help uh, food companies with that challenge? So our goal is to onboard more auditors, of course, right? And so our goal is to educate people that it is an opportunity out there. So one of the things that we've done is we've kind of partnered with universities. And so we will talk to classes about this being a a, um, profession that they may be interested in later. Okay. Is this something that you're targeting young people before they've entered the workforce? Is this something that you're uh, hoping to get adults who are retraining for a second career, sort of all of the above? What is the approach? Definitely all of the above, right? Because for most schemes, you need experience, right? Working in the quality space or in the food safety space. And so um, if they haven't done that, they definitely need that. Why don't we talk a little bit about the different kinds of certification that are out there? Uh, obviously, we have an auditor piece of that conversation we can right. circle back to. But you know, what is some of the space that food manufacturers and other companies are trying to get certified in? Well, a lot of the companies that are here are doing SQF or BRCGS, which are Global Food Safety Initiative Benchmark Schemes. So that's kind of the space that they're working in. But they also need additional services, right, like non-GMO gluten-free, organic, or some of them need animal welfare. So our goal as a company is to be all-encompassing, to be able to provide that food safety ecosystem so that we can continuously work together through all of their needs. And when you're looking for auditors to work with you in this space, is it that they're working on one specific kind of certification at a time? Is it a cross-spectrum kind of auditing? How, how are you training people to help the needs of the industry? That's a great question. So we actually try to help our auditors um, evolve. And we help them to do not only one scheme, but multiple schemes. And that way, it makes it more effective for the client. It's a better use of their time. And it's more efficient. And it's also saving the client money. And I can appreciate, you know, regulations change from jurisdiction to jurisdiction. This isn't just an American situation. This is across North America, around the world. Around the world, definitely. So we are through Kima. We are a global company. So we currently operate in all of the Americas. But we also have had business in different areas like China. So we have auditors out in that in that region. And we have also been doing some work in Thailand. Okay. So 
what makes Kima a leader in the space? If I'm a food safety professional who is looking to partner with an organization, I'm aware I've got certification concerns, I don't have enough auditors, I'm looking for a partner, why you guys? Well, I think for us, we have expertise, not only in agriculture, so everything from growing to harvesting to packing or processing, all the way up into manufactured products, right? So any kind of food, pretty much anything you see in the grocery store, we can audit. And not only do we do food safety certification, as a Kima company, we also offer uh, quality inspections. So we can inspect product from port to port for quality, viability, and... um, yeah, yeah I, I can imagine there's a lot of things that you can do. I'm trying to, again, put myself in the shoes of a food safety professional. This is a, a great resource where I can add some expertise to my existing team. What does getting started look like? What are some of the timelines? How does that working relationship evolve? Okay, so a lot of the times we're looking at companies. It depends where your company is. If you're a company that is currently SQF or BRC certified, the transition's pretty easy, right? So we just do have to do a um, registration with us, an application, and then you know once we know what we need to do and what category you fall under, we can assign an auditor for you. So that process is pretty easy. For companies that are just starting out, there's some great programs out there that global the GFSI created, right? So Global Markets Program is is one of those things that can be a tool. All of the schemes like SQF has SQF Fundamentals and BRCGS has BRCGS Start, which is kind of like a primer audit, right? So it's an audit that will help you get started an introduction to the scheme, but not the whole big scheme at once. And you can start there and grow into the actual GFSI certification. So there's steps. And would you say your organization partners for the long term? Is it sort of a you know, one year while we get you up to speed? What is sort of the ongoing relationship? Well, I know you probably won't believe this, but I've been in this business like 20 years. Um, and so I've had clients that I've had for just about that whole time. So yeah, definitely. We're looking to partner for, for life. Okay. So what are some of the questions a food company should be asking of themselves and of potential partners when they're shopping around for who they want to pair with? Well, I think you want to assess whether or not they can kind of fit all of your needs, right? So let's say you are a um, manufacturer of, um, let's say, TV dinners, right? So, okay, we have to, as part of the audits and, and pretty much everything, you have to, like, make sure that your supply chain is also certified to some extent, right? That you're, you're bringing in product that is going to be safe for your product, right? If it's going to be an ingredient or part of that process. So we're one of those companies that can go, like I said, from farm all the way through to fork. So we can go out and inspect those carrots that you're going to put in your TV dinner, right? And then we can do it at the growing um, at the growing cycle. We can do it at the harvest cycle and at the manufacturing cycle. So I think for our company, that's a great thing about us. We have expertise in agriculture and in manufacturing. Now, I know your organization does GFSI audits. I know it does non-GFSI audits. Uh, Earlier, we were speaking a little bit about how um, the working conditions have changed for food safety professionals. Is there auditing in that space? Yeah, definitely. So there's social responsibility schemes like SMETA, SEDEX SMETA. And that has been one of the most frequently asked questions here. Um, We've had people ask us if we do SMETA auditing because there's a great need for it right now. So... If I'm a food safety professional and I've been listening to this and I say, you know, this sounds like an organization I would want to partner with, Mm -hmm. what does getting started look like? So definitely it's a conversation, 
right, to assess your needs, uh, what it is that, you know, we can help you with and if we have those capabilities. So we'll talk about your auditing needs and kind of like where you want to grow, right? I always start off a conversation that way. Okay, not only where are you now, but where do you want to be? Do you want to evolve into another scheme? And that way I can say, okay, we have a path for that, right? Or you can start here and go here. Or where, where would you like to be in the market? And so we can give them kind of like the audit that is going to give them the, more, the most bang for their buck, basically. I think you really have walked us through how broad the options are. And there's no one question I can put to you that's going to answer something for everybody. For those who have been listening and, and you know, have a specific thing that they'd like to ask or learn more about, what's the best way to get in touch? Oh, they can call our Charlotte office. Our number is 980-218-9151. Or they can reach us on our website at www.wqscert.com. Or they can find me on LinkedIn. Well, I always think it's so generous when people say connect with me on LinkedIn because I get to talk to you one-on-one and I'm really enjoying that. And for everyone who's been listening, uh, Liz is clearly a a wealth of knowledge and a a real resource. Uh, I encourage you all to reach out. Liz, thank you so much for your time today. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint Podcast Series. I've been Jeff Mix. Let's do it again soon. (laughs) 